Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM920 The Answer. My name is Cleve Gaddis. In addition to hosting this radio show, I have been in real estate in Metro Atlanta myself for almost 20 years. My family has been in real estate in Metro Atlanta for 33 years. We live, eat, breathe, and sleep real estate, and we would like nothing more than to help you make the best decisions possible when buying, selling, or investing in real estate anywhere in Metro Atlanta. And I mean it, folks. If you're listening and you've got a question, ask us. We really, 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 really want to be able to help you. And here's how you do that. Just go to Go Gaddis Radio. One more time. Go to Go Gaddis Radio. G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions, make comments. You can push back. You can, you can sign up for selling your house for $28,000 more than your neighbors, which is a spectacular program. You can also register your neighborhood so that maybe we would feature it in our neighborhood spotlight, which you'll hear coming up in the fourth segment. Each week, we pick one specific Metro Atlanta neighborhood to call out critical changes and help you understand as a seller how you might have a particular advantage. In the last segment, I ran out of time and was not able to give you the housing plans or where the presidential candidate stands on housing. Donald Trump has issued three... Um, positions, three things that he wants to work on. And number one, he wants to privatize Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac by 2024. We won't go into a long discussion on exactly what that means, but, but in the past, the government has been responsible for the debts of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Donald Trump would like to see that end. Donald Trump has rolled back key housing discrimination laws. In July of 2020, the Trump administration ended the Affirmatively Furthering Fair Housing Regulation, which was introduced by President Barack Obama in 2015 and was a provision of the 1968 Fair Housing Act. Donald Trump also wants to create opportunity zones with a goal to create economic opportunity and employment through the development of commercial spaces and also improve housing availability and quality via residential investment. So people get tax credits or tax abatements to build and to redevelop in a certain area. As for Joe Biden, he has released a detailed $640 billion housing plan. I don't have that. I should have that. He wants to create a new advanceable tax credit of up to $15,000 to increase homeownership. And he wants to enact legislation requiring any state receiving federal dollars through the community development block grants or surface transportation block grants to develop a strategy for inclusionary zoning. And I think when they say inclusionary zoning, and if you're out there listening, you're a zoning attorney and you want to go get go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com, I'd love for you to tell me. Uh, if I'm off base, but but I think when it says inclusionary zoning, it means that there is zoning in place that creates opportunities for affordable housing, whether it's a mixed-use development or just a residential housing development. Uh, I think if you're if you're out there and um, your income is lower than you'd like it to be, and you have less down payment, I would guess that you would feel. Uh, somewhat put out of the market uh, or blocked out of the market or locked out of the market. And I think that inclusionary zoning is designed to solve that problem. I apologize if I have butchered that explanation. Got a question from a listener. This is Christina in Alpharetta says, we're preparing to list our home in early October. It has synthetic stucco exterior. We were nervous about buying it when we did and we're wondering what steps we should take to make sure our buyer doesn't have the same worry. Christina, good for you for worrying about this. Now, if you if you live in a stucco home, synthetic stucco home, and you're listening to this, I don't want to scare you because the truth is 
Your average buyer prefers the appearance of a stucco home. They're more elegant. Um, they're big French looking. It's just, it, it, I don't even know how to describe it, but stucco homes are elegant. So don't worry that you won't be able to sell your home if it's synthetic stucco. But let's talk just a minute about what synthetic stucco is. Real stucco is is plywood um, covered in a, a meshing, a wire meshing with Portland cement. So it's a real hard cement product. Um, if you're in the stucco business and you're listening to my explanation, I'm sure that that was totally inadequate. But a synthetic stucco home has the same material for insulation as a foam cooler. So you have, you know, like a backer board or, or, or an outside, a weatherproofing board. Then you have the um, styrofoam. Then you have a light metal mesh. And then you have a material that's called driving in Atlanta for years. But it's just a very, um, it's not a very hard uh, exterior. When I was working in the landscaping business as a teenager, I was raking in somebody's front yard and I literally stuck my the end of my rake handle through the stucco so it was it was fairly um uh fairly soft and so the issue is this it's not that synthetic stucco as i understand it is a horrible exterior cladding the problem is when they install the exterior stucco nobody caulked the um the, the locations between the stucco and another type of material, so between the garage door trimmer, window trimmer, around the door, they didn't caulk it correctly. They were supposed to have put a little bit of caulk and then what's called a backer rod, which looks like basically what your dad would have taken out of your old screened-in screens on your screened-in porch, and then they should have put another bead of caulk on top of it, and that backer rod would have allowed the caulking to expand and contract. Well, the problem is that we got a lot of expansion and contraction winters to summers here in Atlanta and as you get cracks that open up then moisture gets behind the synthetic stucco and because the synthetic stucco is such a good insulating material the moisture cannot get out it has nowhere to go and so that's really the problem is that uh, when the moisture gets in it won't come out and if if you leave moisture behind the wall then it tends to uh, rot or deteriorate all the structural two by fours, two by sixes, sill plates, all of that kind of stuff. So the problem is water gets in and it won't come out. So when you sell a home, this is synthetic stucco home. My suggestion is at a minimum, even if you don't want to pay for repairs or pay for a bond, that you have somebody come out and do a separate stucco inspection on the home to help you understand all of the things that need to be done. There are a couple of uh, companies that provide a moisture warranty on stuccos, one that we use. I'm not going to mention them on the air. I'm certainly happy to mention it if you want to give me a call at 770-497-0000. But what happens, the process for getting a bond works like this. First, you have somebody come out, an independent company come out and do the inspections. Then you have another company come out and make the repairs as required in the inspection report. I know this sounds overwhelming. Then you would have another company come out, could be the same one that came out to inspect it in the first place, that reinspects to make sure all the repairs were done correctly. Then all of that information is provided to the stucco warranty company, which I believe the one we use based out of North Carolina. And so what happens is then you can advertise the home for sale with a you know, moisture-free or a stucco repair warranty. And you can't get a moisture-free warranty on a brick home. So it takes a synthetic stucco home, which, by the way, if somebody's relocating to Atlanta, a lot of the big employers in Atlanta, they won't even provide their employees with relocation benefits if they buy a home that has synthetic stucco on it. 
So it is a real problem. And uh, But you can take a synthetic stucco home and you can make it actually be on the same level playing field as hard coat stucco, as also brick homes, because you can't get a warranty on a hard coat stucco or a brick home. So hopefully, Christina, that answers your question. Uh, I think if you have a synthetic stucco exterior, get your home inspected, probably have the repairs made, have it inspected again, and then put a warranty in place. Most people who have synthetic, synthetic stucco homes are worried. Um, and really what we want to do is have you be confident that when your property is shown to a prospective buyer, that they feel really, really good and positive about it. This segment of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer is brought to you by the law firm of O'Kelly and Sorahan. They are a full service law firm with 21 offices throughout Metro Atlanta. They got them everywhere. The firm specializes in residential real estate closings, home purchases, refinance closings, corporate relocation, and also real estate contract review and title insurance matters. They are our preferred closing attorney, 770-497-1880. And you're probably wondering why on earth would I care who closes my real estate transaction? Well, we close at a lot of different places because we can't close them all with O'Kelly and Sorahan. And most of the time when we do, we're fairly disappointed with the service. So we've got a call in a question from Larry in Snellville, who is disappointed because his agent gives, isn't getting any feedback from the buyer's agents who show the home, and he wants to know if it would be okay for us to call ourselves for feedback. Now, I have not talked with Larry, but I'm sure that he just is he's disappointed and he feels like he doesn't have any control over the situation, and he wants to be empowered. He wants to feel like he's in control. I would be careful uh, calling your the agents for feedback directly as the seller and, and the reason i say that is because uh, i don't know that they would be honest with you because who wants to tell a person that their baby is ugly nobody and so i think what you need to do it maybe you've got an agent and that wasn't part of what they agreed to do call for feedback but i would have a conversation with the agent and we try to so we have a, a we have a lady named kelly in the office she is amazing you've never heard anybody better on the phone and our goal is to always get feedback from buyers, agents who show the home 80% of the time. So if you have 10 showings, we want to get feedback eight times out of 10. And Larry, I think that's what you need to be shooting for as well, because sometimes that feedback is so very valuable. And sometimes early in the process, you can figure out that you're going to have two or three offers instead of one, which means you'll negotiate differently with the first offer when it comes in. So if you're out there and you've got your home listed, don't be disappointed and the level of feedback that your agent gets. Talk directly to them and have them set a goal to get feedback X percentage of the time, no matter what. I think that's very important for you to do that. We, as I mentioned, our goal is 80%. So when we have 10 showings, we want eight feedback. When we have 20 showings, we want 16 feedback. And we work really hard to make that happen. We really appreciate you listening to Go Gaddis Radio. And our goal here is to help listeners go from real estate novices to experts. So home selling and buying can be done with really total confidence and without all that worry that is typical with life's biggest investments. We don't want you at, G at Gaddis Group Remax Center, we don't want you to learn anything at or after closing that you should have learned before. Nothing is worse. Can you imagine the feeling in the pit of your stomach when you learn something 30 days after you bought the home, like the septic tank is clogged or something like that? You just, we don't want to put you in a position for that at all. In the next segment, and you definitely want to stick stick around for this one. Uh, we're going to talk about what are the capital gains taxes owed on a home when you sell your personal residence and what are the steps first-time homebuyers should take as they begin their home search. Please, please stick with us. We'll be right back.